All right, Audible back on the air. John Kajemi, Kim Camper, and John. We keep creeping closer and closer to the draft. The draft is next week, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. I guess not Sunday, right? No, we're I, I off can't, Sunday. They, they keep changing it, you know. But So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, the draft in Nashville next week. And, and we'll kind of get to find out a little bit more about what the makeup of this team is going to be. But, it, but it's a good week. It's a good week. Uh, Tuesday, uh, team got together. Brian Flores talked to the media. They went out. They had their first uh, voluntary vet- veteran minicamp three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Got a chance to get out there in helmets. No hitting, but they're able to kind of get in the huddle, break the – just you know, get through some of the you – know, you know, John, I think I would expect with a new coach – you know, even 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 getting in the huddle, snap count can, can be where, a different thing. Where you line up thing. in where the huddle? Line, where do you line up in the huddle? Yeah, right? all you know, those things. Spot, all those things are part of it. It's funny. I remember going back to back to the days with with Coach Shula, and who 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 really loved nothing to chance. I remember we would always have a practice. It would be during training camp, and all it would be sideline practice, where you sit, where you stand, right. where you're supposed to come out, and then he'd stand in the field and go, okay. You know, punt team, and everyone's got to run. run out. You know, yeah. And it'd be a, it'd be a whole practice of just those things where you know most people that come to a game or come to games or have watched games all their lives probably never think about yeah, that stuff. Just you know, the the, the simplest uh, item, I guess. Yeah. You know, all those little details that you go through with the coaching staff, and you come back, and you're right. We we had coaches uh, going way back that you used to practice that, yeah, and yeah. you used to take it for granted. But now you have a new coach. You have seventeen new yeah. coaches. You've probably got different eyes on you for yep. sure. You've got different philosophies on how things are done because you spent. Remember, you spent three and a half years one way, then three or four yeah, years yeah. doing it one way. Yeah. If you're a veteran on this team, and you got to go back and reteach yourself, and, and I think that's what Brian Flores. It's good. It's the slate yeah, yeah. is totally clean, so he can do it his way and he can take bits and pieces from other guys that he's been around yeah. uh legendary coaches some assistant coaches some GAs wh- whoever they are you know guys that are quality coaches on the side that he liked what they said and he wrote it down and he took it this one I'm how I'm yeah. going to do it when I get my chance and he's probably implementing those things throughout those 3 days you know John as a as a quarterback uh, how many different huddles did you go through? I, I mean, there was, you know, there's the circular huddle. There's the there's guys the, in front the, of the, you. The choir. I used to yeah, call it the choir. The, choir, the yeah. choir huddle where yeah. the guys are there. Big guys in the back front. Hey, guy, do whatever. I kneel down? Do yeah, I stand yeah, exactly. up? Yeah, exactly. All those little all, things. All those and, little and, things. You know, and you know, where do you, you know, where do you come out of the huddle? To, is there, all those things are, are seamless, but 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 they've got to be gone over. They've right. got to be tough. So I'm sure they're doing some of that, but also they're getting out and they're able to run through plays. And as I said, no contact, but they're you know they're kind of starting there. You know, starting to get through with uh, with assignments, get a feel for their you know the new schemes, changes, all those types of things. So I think it's a good opportunity for those guys out there uh, that, have, that have been out there. Now, <laughs> the one question out there, I think. Jakeem wasn't out in the field early on. Albert wasn't out in the field. Uh, and Rashad Jones right. wasn't out in the field. Now, Akeem, um, you know, uh, Wilson and, and Jakeem, uh, look, they're, 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 they're still rehabbing. Right. They're not to this point yet. So, understandable that they're not there. But certainly, I know I walked through the the, uh, the media guys that, that had gathered. It's because uh, Coach, uh, uh, Coach Flores spoke before practice. So, they got all that. And then they're waiting for to go and, and do their interviews and stuff. 
And and that was the talk in that room. Hey, what's with Rashad Jones? What's is he trying to go somewhere else? Is is he doing? You know, it's, and and who knows? I mean, you know, there's been you know his name has kind of been batted around a little bit. As you know, is he a guy that you kind of let him move on and save some salary cap number? Uh, and and I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking there, John. Uh, all I know is this. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm. I've always been of the ilk, and I continue to be that way. Is you know what? Try to coach your players. Coach your great players. Don't let them go away. You know. You know what I mean. Keep them in the fold. You just, you, you've I got mean, a great player in Rashad Jones, yeah. who's been a great player for the Miami Dolphins, yeah. uh, almost close to ten years. Yeah. And you, you've got to keep as many good players on this roster as you can. We we saw last year uh, with deletions on this roster of talented players, yeah. Pro Bowl caliber players. And you know sometimes you have to do it, but you really want to be able to coach. Any way you can to keep those guys. Yeah, but, but John, in the is fold. It, are there certain guys though that you look at and and, and you look? I, you know, you you can read between the lines. But everyone out there can read between the lines. This guy's not here. That guy's not here. This guy's not here. Well, a lot of times they're not here because because. There were issues. There were issues beyond every individual what, what you saw. had had different there, reasons. Different for reasons. His departure, you know, right. this guy that this guy that. But you know, to me, Rashad has been, you know. He's had his he's had his little moments here. Oh yeah. But but this guy's been a company guy. This guy's given you everything he's given. He could give you on the and field. And how productive he's has he been? He's played with injuries. He's as productive as he is out there. He's one of your smartest guys back there. He's one of those quarterbacks that you have in the in the you know, for that defense. And look, I understand Minka, and I think we have a chance. I think we may get Minka in here a little bit later on here today. But you know, Minka certainly Minka is the future of this team. No question. Minka and X. When you look at the secondary on this football team, the last line of defense, those two guys are going to be your rock, your foundation, right. and Bobby McCain too. Right. But those are the guys that have the pedigree. Those are the guys that are, they have a chance to be Pro Bowlers every single year. Those are the guys that have a chance to be Hall of Famers if they're if they're around long enough. You know, they're those kind of, those those types of players. And so so and to me, Rashad is right in that mix. And, and I I know he's a little older, but man, I, I just you know the, look. I know it's a business, and I know you make the you make changes as a as a general manager and a coach and as a staff. To, to make your team better. But boy, I just have a hard time thinking of having having Rashad go elsewhere. I don't know where that helps your team and keeping him keeping him here other than a few dollars in the salary cap. Um, I, I don't know where it hurts your team to have him here. For me, I don't think there's any question you have him on this roster only because he's one of your better players. If you were to name, okay, who are the stars? Who are the guys on this football team that you say, okay, they're different than the rest? Yeah. The, 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 these well, are, are our the guys. guys that every week you know they're going to... These they're, are they're, our guys yeah. that are going to make a change. Whether we win or lose a game, yeah. you're going to name those five or six guys. He's at the, one of the top of the yeah, list. Absolutely. Okay, because all those other guys that are on that list are pretty much departed. Yeah. You know, you've got guys like Kenyon Drake. You've got playmakers on the outside like Albert Wilson. Yeah. But on the defensive side of the football field, who, who do you there, name? Not that many there. Who do you name? He's got to be one of those well, five guys. When you look at those three guys back you there, named. you look at Minka, you right. look at X, you, and you look at Rashad, and then beyond that, you start looking forward. And, and look, you know, you, you look at Raekwon. You know, Ra- right. Raekwon did some good things, and Raekwon may be one Kiko's of those guys. Kiko's one of those guys. I think he's not one of those right. guys. So, you know, but, but they're but – they're, 
They're, they're those. And, and look, I, Raekwon may be that gets that level too. I mean, he only it was the first year last year, right? But but he's got to get there, right? Um, and Kiko's always always yep. around the football. Yep. He's a game changing type of player. He plays the game the way you want it. Yep. He's always rolling a hundred percent. So is Rashad. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny, John? I, I've I've been hearing really in the last. It's been for the last month or so, you know, some, and there's some writers out there and some people and some pundits and radio guys or whatever. And, and man, I just hear them thinking just like, I, I mean, trash and Kiko, like Kiko, and I'm looking, well, wait, wait, a, you know, maybe he doesn't make every play. Maybe he's, you know, maybe he's, you know, you know, maybe, you know, misses tackle. Everyone misses a tackle every now and then, but my God, that guy is always around the football, always making something happen. And, and and if you talk to Raekwon, you talk to Jerome, you talk to any First of those guy they guys. First guy is Kiko. Yeah, you talk to any of those. Chase Allen. You he talk sets to any the those tone. Guys, and they say, well, Kiko is the guy that gets us in the right place, right. keeps us going, and, and understands his defense. And, you know, Kiko's a goofy guy. I mean, don't, 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 you know. And look, I, I like Kiko. I like, I like Kiko as a person. I like he's a shitty interview, but 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 I, but I like Kiko, but 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 he's got that you know he changes his hair all the time he's this and that. I'll take him on but, my but, team. But I, yeah, I'm with you. Give me that guy on my team every day of the week. Yeah, you, you know? know what? You can't. You, with the way the Dolphins are going about the salary cap, the way they've gone about kind of gathering picks for not only this year but the future. You have to be able to keep guys like Rashad Jones and Kiko Alonso. It goes for yeah. it go, goes without saying the younger guys like X and Minka and, and Raekwon. Those guys going to yeah. be on Devon Godchow, Vincent yeah. Taylor. Those guys are going to be around. But you have to keep that older pedigree to mix in with those young guys because they're still productive. Number one. Yeah. They're going to cost you a lot of money regardless if you keep him or you get rid of him. Yep. He's going to make your roster better. And on a roster that's looking for stars, he's one of them. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I had to, when I came in, uh, Vern Denherter was still right. here. And Vern, at that point, was a you know part-time player and, and this and that. But, but the value that he brought to, to that meeting room, well, you, you couldn't, you know, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't pay for it. You know, and, and with, with Baumhauer and AJ in there, then I moved in there and he was there. And, and, and you know, he just, his knowledge, his way about, way about going about business, way mm-hmm. about practicing, way about this and that, all those types of things that you need to have those veteran guys there. And I know there's some people like, oh, you know what, just scrap the whole thing and start from the beginning. But you, you, can't, have a, you can't have a team that doesn't have some guys out there that, that bring can, a presence can, about can, Bring them. a presence continue, and, and know the game. And they're not, not going to shrink from. They're not going to shrink from a situation no matter what the situation is. And another thing, Bo, I think Dolphin fans, I'm sure the coaching staff and management have to consider. There are new voices, not only at the head with Brian Flores, but there are new coordinators on both sides of the football. I think sometimes that rejuvenates a player that has been in a system or systems that maybe they didn't suit them, maybe didn't fit them. Now you've got a new voice. You've got new things to to not only learn yourself, and no matter how many years you've spent in the National Football League – but you can parcel out different things on. Hey, how I how I, I got a suggestion. How about we play it like this? Yeah, you know, and you kind of challenge not only challenge but help that new coach yeah. Yeah. kind of breathe life into what he's trying to bring to the table yeah. too. And you have a veteran voice that if he buys in, everybody else is yeah. going to be in line yeah. too. No doubt. Look, I I think I've talked to defensive line different defensive linemen on this football team for for years now <clears throat> with just simple stuff with running games. And and I go I go. Do you guys call your own? No, no. The coach calls from the sideline, and I'm I'm going. Well, okay, but how does he know what's going on in the field? How does he know what you're feeling? Right. Well, I tell him. Well, it's different than you know, and 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 see. But but again, I'm I'm kind of I'm gonna 
I'm kind of talking about something that's never going to change because it's much like like baseball where the catcher now all the catchers he's are looking, looking at the looking bench. to dug out yeah. hey here call this yeah. and, you know that 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 whole change of but I do think on the fly, if you have a guy that has so many years of experience and have been so productive and around the football with so many game-changing plays, yeah. whether it's a, a strip sack, whether it's a fumble, force fumble, a scoop and score, yeah. an interse- a timely interception, those types of things sometimes as a player change on the field. Yeah. And you'd rather have a guy that has seen it and yeah. done it that has to make a decision in a split second, whether it's going by the book of what your coach told right. you or your coordinator or, or, told or, you or, what's right or you're going yeah. with your gut. At least you have the experience to draw from that yeah. and you make an educated guess. Yeah. You know, it's not just a, a fly by your seat of yeah. your pants kind of guess because you'd never been yeah. there. Now, I'll give you a good example. I remember when Daryl Gardner was here, Daryl Gardner, Tim Bowens and man, two just big, tough guys in the middle there. And and they were playing uh, they were playing the, the Texans. We're in Houston, and they were playing the Texans, and and the Texans scored twice in the same game on quarterback draws by the goal line, where they emptied the backfield. Linebackers went out with the with the running backs, and you got nobody in the middle of the field. He takes one step back, you know, and then and then runs a and runs a quarterback draw up the middle two times for touchdowns. And, and after the game, and I'm looking at their defense, the defensive tackles who were Bowens and Gardner at the time, they're both rushing upfield, right? Which means you got a lane right, right in the middle, of the, in the front of the quarterback. And so I remember talking to Daryl after the game. I said, Daryl, I said, let me ask you a question. Do you guys ever think about running a game in there when, when they empty the backfield and by the goal line with the, with those, with the quarterback draws? Right. And he goes, No. Why would we do that? And I go, Well. You know, you, you you got no linebackers you, back there. You're the last and, line and, of, yeah. And, and you guys are going upfield, upfield. If you're going upfield, you're, you're going creating, upfield outside. You're creating that. You're creating void. A lane. Yeah. I said, if you guys run a, if you ran a tackle tackle game, first of all, if they're man to man, they've got to cross. So now, you, if nothing else, you create traffic. Right. If, if nothing else, you create traffic. You don't give that quarterback that lane right up the middle. He goes, no, no, that doesn't make sense. I, and I'm looking. I'm going. You shitting me? It, it doesn't makes make perfect sense. sense to me, right? Yeah, well, you know, but but that's kind of, but, but that's what that's what that's what was kind of drilled into us, right? And but well, that you only get and, that and, from experience. But, but we would have made those calls on the field, on the field. Right. You'd see, you know, you'd hear the linebackers empty backfield, and we go, hey, TT, you yeah. know, hey, and especially the second time, watch the draw. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, and then they, they do it the next time, upfield, boom, there he walks in again, and, and it was some. You know, some podunk quarterback that had no business being there anyway. But <laughs> he waltzed in. One of the other reasons why. I don't think this team has ever beaten the Texans, right? I don't think we've ever beaten the Texans, right? And those are the two things that stick out in my mind of all that things. But anyway. That, hey. You know what, though? It is good to have players back, not only back in the building, but back on the field, yeah. just going through things. And you can see uh, the energy and you can see yeah. the excitement and you can see, you know, the coaching staff too as well. You know, when Brian Flores, that's the first time he's hitting the field yeah, yeah. as a head coach of a well, franchise. Well, well, how about a player, John? If you're a player out there, this is a whole new staff. Yeah. What I did in practice before. Doesn't, what, doesn't, doesn't matter. You've got to re- uh, introduce the type of person and player and, and and the type of guy you are from a mental standpoint in front. So for them, for every player out there, it's like, Hey, it's a new job interview, man. 
I, I'm it's right. It's the first I'm, day I'm of school. It's exactly it's the it. first day of school, yep. Bo. You've got new teachers. You've got yep. new uh, people around you. You know, you might not know everybody on the team. Yep. You might not know the whole coaching staff. Yeah. But you've been in meetings for the past week, week and a half. You've been in the building. You've been getting in shape all offseason. And you put that dolphin helmet on. You go yep. outside and you run around with a new voice and new voices. Yep. And, I, and I think that's it's refreshing for me because it, it's a new lease yeah. on, a, on a football season. It's, yeah. it's, it's something that you can, you can build upon and you build it your own way. And I'm sure Brian and his entire coaching staff – we're, we're happy for the opportunity to finally get on the football field, yeah. finally kind of implement all the things they've been talking about on the whiteboard. Yeah. And whether it looked good, whether it looked, you know, half-assed, whether it looked what, it, however it looked, it doesn't matter yeah. because they're out there going through it. Now the corrections start. Now yeah. the, the, the tweaking of how you want things done compared to what you saw on film, you can show yeah. the players. And the other thing, John, is, you know, I, I, did, a, I did an event for, for the team at, uh, at uh, Hard Rock uh, last week, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day it was. And I'm standing there in front of there. I don't know, there's three, 400 people, right. however many people were in there. And, and I said, you know what? I said, you know what? You know what I like about coming here? Because I do these a couple times a year. I said, you know what I like about coming here right now? And I go, and, and, I, and I go, Jim, what do you think? And they're going, ah, oh, they're going to say this. I said, you know what it means? Football season's here. It's close. It's right around yeah. the corner. And so a lot of that has to do, it's the same thing with this. Right. You know, I walked, I walked in, I looked over, I saw the guys out there. I go, man, it's almost here, man. You it's were never so here. happy to see other members no, of the media. No, I, exactly. Exactly. Because it's back at it. You can start going through things. And, and speaking of that, you know, the draft coming up, we talked about that early on. You, you got a number of picks in the draft. John, is there any is there any clarity in your mind at this point as to what this team may do on draft night? You know, at least in a, certainly. You know, we always talk about the first round. Yeah, but you know, there, there's so many more players that 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 are going to impact this team from rounds two to seven. Right. Uh, that that are that are all very important. Picks. You know, just as you look around the the roster and you look at the playmakers and the type of team that this is going to be in 2019 I just think that the most help you can get on the on the lines whether that's the defensive yep. tackle the defense slash defensive end edge rusher type of player whether you can get a tackle you know somewhere that can come in and compete yep. for a job I think you have to get a quarterback somewhere along the line and you probably are going to get two yeah you know you, you may have to get an undrafted free agent guy that you want to take a flyer on that might be able to hang yep. around the practice roster I still think you're, you're going to add it running back at some point I still think you're going to add it cornerback yep. at some point so there there's many needs for the Miami Dolphins but as as we look to the first round or and or second or third boy you got to repair that defensive front yeah. you, you have to be able to get an edge rusher in my opinion you have to get a defensive tackle at some point and you have to get somebody to protect on the edge because yeah. you're losing a guy in Juwan James that for whatever you want to say about him he was pretty damn good yeah. in terms of being able to to be present and accounted yeah. for and and I think you you know if you don't feel like you've got that swing guy that can back up you're going to have to get some more depth there yeah I, I look I Juwan I, I would be just happy having him back yeah uh, to be honest with you because at least you know what you got over there and and look there there have been times where you, you kind of like kind of dozed off on you a little bit but but for the most part 
pretty good. And I thought he was getting better uh, as you guys as he was well, going he, along. He got know. paid. Yeah, no doubt you know, about that. Whether he's good or not, <clears throat> yeah. or, or as good as you'd like him to be, somebody had a value on him. Yeah. And, and the Denver Broncos really went out and, and paid a, a ransom. Yep. Uh, for Juwan James. And look, good for him. I mean, that's look. The, the, that's the, the name of the game. The name of the game is is you know you, you've only got a certain amount of years that you're going to be here. You got to maximize them from a standpoint of what you're doing financially, what do you do for your family, all those types of things. But so, so speaking, Bo, speaking so, of money, oh yeah. my god, oh, almost gagged. What Russell Wilson oh, with thirty five thirty five million a year. I know. You know, I, I remember when I remember when. Um, First, there's two things I really remember contract-wise over my career. I, I remember when, when Bob Greasy signed his contract, and I was probably th- three years into the league at what time. And I was probably – that time I was probably making you – know, I was probably making 50000 bucks mm-hmm. that year, you know, mm-hmm. that year. And he signed a $400,000 contract. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah, you know, I mean, it was oh, like it was like it was like it was Monopoly money to yeah. me. You know, I'm like, well, are you kidding me? And then, uh, and then, and then, uh, a, a couple years later, one of the Jets' offensive linemen signed a deal for more than that, like five hundred thousand. Dan Alexander, guy AJ played with him at, at, at LSU. LSU, but that was a, that was a that was New York money. You know what I mean? You had a that, that was you know you, you're playing in New York. You got to bump it. You, you got a little bump up yeah. there, yeah. So he he got that, and I'm like, wow, man. But now. Man, the numbers have just gotten thirty-five. They've million. just gotten so, so out so of hand. He's by far the highest-paid player. In the well, National I think Football he's two League? more. I think he's two million a year more than Aaron Rodgers. Okay, is what I saw in, in just glancing through it. But uh, you know, and and he was, you know, I tell you, this is the second time he's played his cards right because I think the last time they signed him on there was a deadline. He gave him a deadline. He gave and, him and one, they, yeah. they signed right there, and he gave him a deadline here. But they didn't. I don't think they waited until the last second to to get this one done. But man, it's unbelievable. Whew. Hey, yeah. good for him. Yeah, we good were just for talking him, yeah. about it, you know, how, how you manage the salary cap, how you manage your roster, and and sometimes good players get rewarded. Yeah. And he's been a good player over his career, a third rounder. Yeah. You know, I remember going to the senior bowl and watching that quarterback class, and it was it was one of those nasty, just terrible weeks yeah. in Mobile. You know, it was raining, yeah. it was cold. And he's a guy that I, I, I came away remembering this one thing about Russell Wilson. He had command of the football. It was like everybody yeah. else had trouble throwing the football. Yeah. And in those uh, bad weather situations, he still threw the ball like it was a, a, a beautiful like, yeah, day. Right. And I said, this guy, this guy's got something. Yeah. And he, and the velocity he had for such a guy, you know, at his stature, 5'11", 6' yeah. foot, whatever Russell is. And he just stood above the rest. And I said, you know what? This, this guy's, I think this guy's the best quarterback of this group. And I think, uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Who else was there? Yeah. I think Colin might have been there, yeah. Kaepernick, and and a couple other guys that were maybe rated a little bit higher yeah. than him. But uh, for his for for what he brought to the table, I remember walking away going, yeah. "That guy should go higher than yeah. where he's going to get drafted." Yeah, I remember talking to Bob uh, Grease on the plane somewhere, and, and somewhere Russell Wilson came up, and and Bob had cut Bob had cu- uh, had called a game either when at he, NC State when or in, Wisconsin when he, when he was at NC State, yeah, because he went to Wisconsin last, right? right. So he's at NC State for his, and then he popped over for the one year mm-hmm. at Wisconsin, and he said, "Man, he said, he said when I first saw him at, at NC State, he said I knew this kid was special, and he said I told everybody I could, everyone that would listen to me, I told him, and you know, he said most of the time just fell on deaf ears, like, oh, he's too small, this right. and that, but uh, 
I mean, he was steadfast. He said, hey, this guy's going to be good, and sure enough. That's I mean, one of the reasons I really love doing the college football yeah. games. You know, I've been doing them for a long time. Yep. And you you kind of write notes down yeah. on your board going back, because selfishly, I'm trying to do it for the Miami Dolphins. Sure. I'm like, you know, what are our needs? Well, yeah. that guy would really fit. Yeah. And I remember doing it with Charles Clay. He was at Tulsa, and I did a game at uh, Eastern uh, at East Carolina. Yeah. It was an overtime game. I think Tulsa lost. East Carolina won on a Hail Mary. And I remember writing down on my board, and I came back uh, at that time. We were, we were talking about it on the Finsiders. They go, hey, where, where were you this week, whatever. And I said, mm. well, you know, there's a guy, write his name down, because yeah. he would fit the Miami Dolphins perfectly. Yeah. And I was so happy when we drafted yeah, yeah. him. And, like, and, he, and he fit, and he, and he, and he he fit perfectly. Yeah. yeah, and it was one of those things where you kind of go, good, at least yeah. I'm seeing things yeah. you know, the right way. But you're happy for guys that get a chance and, and are that good, that yeah. can fit in and seamlessly in the next yeah, level. Well, it's, it's, it's funny, because I, you know, I tell people all the time, I people come up and their kids are you know you know they're 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 going into their senior year they're kind of getting taught they're talking to other they're talking to colleges and stuff and they're like you know geez where should like you know what do you think what do you think my son should do and, and i always give them the same answer have them go somewhere where they can play right have them go find that level where they can play and i don't mean just practice i mean get out there on saturdays and play. I started my college career at Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota. 1,200 students. We, if we had 300 people at a game, that was a that was a, a big, big crowd day. for right. us. But you know what? That Saturday, that Saturday was no different than than when I moved on and right. and, and played in it. You know, played at Stanford in front of 80,000 people. It was still Saturday. It was still college football, and, and that was the biggest the field. thing. And that was the biggest thing. Biggest thing that the, the most important thing in my life right. on that day, and and had I gone like to well I never had a chance to, but had I gone somewhere else and sat I'd have been miserable the whole time and I keep and and that's kind of what I try but but you kind of and, and it also kind of shows you and I think over the years it's it's become. You know, it used to be, you know, oh, geez, you find this guy from where did this guy come from, you know? Right. Well, well if you, and I, and I te- keep telling people, I said, look, it doesn't matter where they go. If they can play, they're going to find good a way. Enough, if they're good enough to play in that league, which is the chances are very, very slim, but if by chance they grow and they're, then they, they fit in and they become that guy, they'll find him. Right. It don't matter if you're at a junior college. It doesn't matter if you're at Michigan. No. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're at Michigan Technical Tech. Especially, just think, just think about the way scouts. And college football was covered today right. compared to when you were in school, yeah. when I was in school. I mean, it, it, scouts are everywhere. Yeah, and everywhere. And people are everywhere yeah. getting information on, on players yeah. from, gosh, from the smallest school. You know, you, you think about uh, Terrence Fiday, right, you know, yeah. going back to Marist, Marist yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, the, the smallest opportunity, you're just looking for a window to get that chance. But those names are circulating so much more around the country. You know, yeah. you, you, as long as you're on the field on Saturdays, yeah. you have a chance. Yeah, that, that's it. And, 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 you know, it's just, I feel bad for these kids that they want to send them to some school that they're never going to play. And, you know, I'll see the kid come, hey, how would you go? And I practiced every day. I go, did you ever suit up for a game? He goes, no. <laughs> you ever, did you ever make a travel squad? No. no. I go, well, then what the f- are you doing there? Go somewhere where you can no. go somewhere where you can dress and play. No, go somewhere you get can get travel and, and do all that stuff. Right, get that opportunity. I know Micah had that problem. He always had a hard time breaking into the lineup. Well, when from he got New to Jersey, Alabama. I mean, from New Jersey yeah. to Alabama. That's Micah right. Fitzpatrick joined us. Hey, uh, just coming off the practice field, man. 
How's yes, it? How's it feel to be out there? Man, it felt great to be back. You got out the there, coaches man. out there. Guys yes, had helmets on. Yes, sir. Had the whole thing going. Exactly. It felt great to be back there on the on the football field. Yeah. You know, it's my first time not playing football in, in three months. So yeah, it was good just being back out there. Well, you come back. Team. You you went almost two years without a break, right? Yeah. Yeah. From from uh, from when you were starting your senior year mm-hmm. all the way through with everything you had to do during the off season, then exactly. and then come out here. So two years without without a break. That, that three months must have felt like a year for it you. Did. It felt super long, but yeah. also it felt super quick at the same time. Yeah. But it was it was good. It was good. Break. So did it give you a chance to look? I, you know, I think you kind of went through the 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 season. I'm sure you had your bumps and bruises and dings and this and that, no major injuries, but still there's that that period of time after two years where, man, you got to heal up a little bit yeah. and just kind of feel like a normal person. Yeah, honestly, this, this is the best I've felt in a long time because, like you said, we were going for two years straight, all the guys yeah. that came straight to the league, and we were going for two years straight, so we actually had time to actually recover our, our bodies fully Yeah, and not just, you know, you could say a week is a recovery, but it really yeah. isn't, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So when you have a whole, whole three months to literally just focus on getting a little nicks and bruises out, yeah. a little bumps, a little whatever out, you know, it's, it's, it's real good yeah. for your body. What did you do with your time away away from the building? Did you did you travel? Did you go see anything? Or was it kind of, did you have a certain routine that you kind of stuck to? Uh, for a little bit, for about like three weeks, I, I just got away. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, like, like we said, you know, going two years straight, with with no breaks is uh it's kind of taxing mentally and physically right. so it's good just to step away you know i do we do all love football and we all yeah. like enjoy the game but sometimes you got to step away and just be a regular human being yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> i got to spend time with my family got to spend time with my friends and just enjoy life a little bit more and just really focus on on family and uh and then obviously after like a month of, of recovering getting my body back right i got right back in the training yeah. got a routine going and of course to do a little bit of traveling with my family yeah. and 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 all that but you know it was it was uh still had a routine so now you're back and you got a new staff you got a new head coach you have new defensive coordinator new position coaches for the most part uh what was coach Flores like the first time he got in front of the group the first time you got to get in front of him and and your first time out on the football field with him uh, for OTAs take us through that man he was all business (laughs) from the jump the the first point of emphasis that he had he said uh, I promise you we'll be the best uh, conditioned team in the NFL. And he, he's really emphasized that, yeah. and he's really put that into action. You know, we've been running a whole lot uh, just with the strength of staff, and even today we conditioned real hard after uh, after practice. Um, but, you know, he, he's all business, man. He's serious. He, he knows how to win. He knows what it takes to win. So uh, he, he's about it, and, you know, I'm real excited about it. What does that mean to, to the players? I mean, if you got the vibe from other guys, I'm sure you've kind of looked next to you and you see X or, you you know, you see Bobby and you say, hey, this is this is a little different. This mm-hmm. is, you know, what's been the chatter amongst you guys? Uh, it's really just a fresh start. You yeah. Know? Uh, whenever you get a fresh start with anything, it's a new beginning. So anything that you might have liked, uh, you could just pick pick up on and, 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 and make yourself better. And just having a new slate, clean slate, new coaches with who don't really know who you are, you get to establish who you are right away. Uh, and it could be either good or bad for you, depending on how you go into it. But I think most of the guys are going into it thinking like, we want these coaches to know that we want to win games. We want to do what we can to help the team win. And you know we're going to be selfless in, in, in doing that. And uh, at the same time, passionate and, and just play with energy, play for each other. John and I were talking before you came in, and for for everybody out in that football team now, you you, you got to prove yourself. All new coaches, I know Tony Odin's, Odin's back, so he knows you know him. But new coordinator, all new staff for the most part. I think only a couple guys in, in the yeah. old staff stuck around, so everybody's got to kind of reintroduce themselves yeah. to the coach. Yeah. Although you've been in meetings and you've done this and that, but this is your first the, the first day was your first day back in the field. And and is there a little bit of feeling that hey I gotta you know I, I gotta I gotta show these guys what what I'm all about? Yeah, it's almost like uh la- like last year again for yeah. me. You know, this is like a rookie again, a uh, whole new coaching staff. So like I said, you got to prove yourself all over again. 
Uh, you got to establish who you are right off the bat, whether you're going to be a person that's going to, they're going to have to be on their back all the time or a guy that's going to do their job and they know that he's going to handle his business and get to the ball, do his job, move the right way and, and lead others. Well, so When you look back at last year and you come in and you know, you're a safety, you know, and maybe you're going to play in that in, in that inside nickel spot or whatever. Next thing you know, you play every, every position in the backfield in that secondary and, and, and we're asked to do a lot of different things. When, when you look back at your rookie year, what, what 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 thoughts? What, what do you like about what you did, and, and and what do you think that you've got to do to be the guy that that you want to be? Uh, I'd look back on last year and just say it was a challenge. Yeah. You know, uh, I was I was a first round draft pick uh, by by the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we didn't really know exactly what was going to happen yeah. when I got here. Like you said, if I was going to play safety, corner, nickel, whatever it may be. And I played every single one of those. <laughs> and it's not really easy uh, to do that. And, you know, it was, it was a challenge. It was tough. A lot of it wasn't really uh, planned out. You know, yeah. somebody may have gotten hurt, and I had to just use my ability and, and the coaches and lean on them to, to dive into that. But I think it definitely prepared me for whatever, because it's not going to get much harder than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're never going to be asked to play a whole different position on a Saturday or Friday. Then that's not going to get much harder than yeah. that, you know? So I think uh, a lot of things were thrown at me and prepared me. And, I just feel like this year I'm going to use everything that I learned last year and just apply. Yeah, there's that thing, that old saying in the league, the more things you can do. Well, you certainly did a lot of things out there. Yeah. But but in your mind, for you to be the best player you can be, for you to be that Pro Bowl guy year in and year out <clears throat> that everybody wants to be in this league, um, would you feel more comfortable being, hey, I'm, I'm a safety, I'm a corner, one or the other, and, and that's it, and and that's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna be, and that's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna make my mark. As long as I'm out there, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna try my best to just I make understand plays. That. You know, and especially even with this system, you have to be versatile. Yeah. Uh, you know, look at last year, the McCourty brothers, Patrick yeah. Chung, all of them. None of them played in one position the whole entire season. You could be there's a game where Chung is lined up out yeah. wide covering the tight end. McCourty's in the slot. You know, yeah. Other McCourty brothers back. So it all you know, you have to be versatile in in the system. So I think. Uh, to be that Pro Bowl type player, I had to be versatile and had to yeah. be able to match up with certain types of players, and I had to be able to, you know, play in the box, had to cover back yeah. in the back end. So, yeah, but you know, you get some votes as a safety, you get some votes as a corner. You know, <laughs> but you could say that that was <laughs> if I'm making no plays, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You could say that was beneficial for you yeah, last exactly. year, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Because no, no. last, like, I didn't know I was gonna be in a new system this yeah. year, but luckily. I was all over the place last year, and this year is going to be kind of the same thing, but a little yeah. more planned and thought out and stuff like that. They're not so. going to throw it on you on Friday <laughs> yeah, unless there's right. an injury, exactly. right? <laughs> hey, what, what do you think was more taxing for you last year? Was it was it the mental aspect because you had to move around, or was it was it physically uh, a little bit more challenging, or was it a combination of both for you to, that pushed you to your limit a little bit? I'll say more mental. I mean, physically, if you're an athlete, you'll be able to play as long as you could, you could think. But when you had the or as long as you could react. When you have to think, that's when you kind of play a little bit slower. And uh, when you when you can't really prepare for one specific spot, kind of I, I kind of thought a little bit, especially beginning of the season. I, I thought too much, and I was just playing not slow, but not as fast as as I I was used to, and just being an instinctive and reactive type player. So I think um, more mentally than than physically. Because, I mean, I, I, I know I could cover whoever I know could do that. If you just say, you got him, I, I could do that. All right. You say, you got, you got him, but then the next play, you got to cover the curl flag. And, <laughs> and the next play, you got to have the hook, the hook whatever. Uh, it's, 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 a lot, it's a little bit more difficult, and you got to think and, and process a whole lot. But, like I said, I, I think you prepared me. You know, Bo and I ha- had an opportunity to watch it in the preseason. We were in Carolina on the, on the sidelines. And uh, you I can't remember what position you were, you were at 
you know, I don't know if you were the down safety or you were, had flat to curl, but a ball came over your head yeah. and you just missed it. And you, yeah. and you look at it. I ran a little stop and go yeah, on Yeah, it was something on, right next to our sideline. Mm-hmm. And Bo and I looked at each other because your reaction was priceless. You kind of slapped your hands together. You, you kind of hit yourself on the side of the you head. You almost like, see the light bulb go on. That's yeah. not going to yeah, happen yeah. again, yeah. right? <laughs> I know exactly that, what you're talking about. That's not going to happen again. I came back at you a little while later. And you were right there. So Bo and I were going, hey. I think we found a really good player <laughs> because he's already corrected himself. Yeah. yeah. Now I know exactly what player you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, talk to me a little bit about um, you come out of college, come in, you, you, you go into the NFL, you're playing, and you're making some money. You know, you, you've got – now you've got not only – not only is just, you know, but before it was going to school and this. Now, now you've got – now you're a professional, you got money, and you're doing things. How, how did – how do you handle that? How do you deal with that where, where it doesn't become a distraction to doing what you do to make that money is be the best football player you can? How do you keep that side of it from, from creeping in on you? And, and because it's different. Look, I, I went through it. John went through it. And I remember coming from I was making $200 a, a month in college, mm-hmm. you know, from whatever I was, where I was, wherever I was making money. To come in and you have all this money and like, hey, geez, my. I yeah. asked my dad. I said, Dad, what should I do with this money? He goes, How the hell do I know? I've been making thirteen thousand dollars a year my whole life. You know, yeah. you don't know where to go. So it is, it is something that's part of, part of becoming a pro and part of part of learning what to do and mm-hmm. and being comfortable with, with with that side of it. Yeah, I'll say, uh, uh, I think it's just a learning process because same thing with me. I didn't come from a family of money. Yeah. Uh, both my parents, they they didn't come from money. But um, I think we we try our hardest just to educate ourselves yeah. because we knew I was gonna I was gonna be drafted yeah. high and I would get some money. So we just try to educate ourselves yeah. and like what to do with it. And for for me, it was just putting it somewhere where I just couldn't see it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. if I'm yeah. looking no, at my I'm phone, like yeah. I was like first time I got my check, my yeah. signing bonus, I was like I looked at it, I yeah. was like. They didn't even feel real when Shit, you see I them. Carried, <laughs> I carried, I carried but, my but, bonus check around for three yeah. weeks. <laughs> I tried well, to I cash it like seven a, times. I went to the club sometime. I asked some people to cash it. No, I said, well, look what I got. Yeah. <laughs> I said, That's look funny. what you passed up. <laughs> yeah. you know? but, At the time, it was like 30000 bucks, but that was a oh, lot of money. Man. Yeah. But yeah, you, I personally, I just put it somewhere where I couldn't yeah. see it. And, uh, you know, you, you got to work for this, the second one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no. I got a good paycheck, everything like that, but... I want that, that second one that's going to really yeah. solidify my, my future for my family and my, my kids and everything like that. So I think uh, just having a goal and putting yeah. the – like I accomplished one goal, put that to the side, know yeah. that I did it, and it was good and great. Yeah. But now I have something else I'm reaching for, yeah. whether it be the Super Bowl or just winning games and yeah. everything like that. The more you win, the more you get paid. It's, it's funny how like fast that, so. that, that the money goes – becomes not part of – you know, you just come. It, it, it's it's there. Mm-hmm. You, you deal with it, and you've got to do stuff with it. But it's it just it just becomes secondary to what uh, what you're trying to do, and yeah. and what you're trying to get yeah, better. Because personally, if I if I'm losing games, I, I'm getting paid. Like, no, I got no. Like, I, I want I want to win games. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so, yeah, no. So like, it's not I, a good feeling. Yeah, no, not but but yeah. look, the, the, look. The other thing is, you know. Winning, winning games also Get affects affects yeah exactly mm-hmm. you know and you're you're gonna be more more, more national games more mm-hmm. bigger games mm-hmm. well your shine is better yeah, right exactly. everybody yeah, no wants to talk glowingly about mm-hmm. the Miami Dolphins and the only way that that happens is if you win games and exactly. you and you kind of get it out there on a week to week basis where you you set the bar yeah. how was that year for your family how do you think your family 
experience that. You know, look, they, they saw you play big-time football in, mm-hmm. in Alabama, probably played bigger stadiums, bigger crowds in Alabama than, than you did here. But just that fact that you're on that, that stage and, and, and yeah. it's, it's, it's every Sunday and it's, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, first of all, they got to be as proud as every, anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and But just, just I've always wondered that experience from the parents' side of Man, it, you know. I think my parents, just everybody in my family really uh, – we all had to give up something in order for me to be here, you yeah. know? So everybody's enjoying it. Everybody's yeah. uh, grateful and everybody's just proud of each other. Just for, yeah. uh, just, you know, even for my family, they live down here now and they had to give up living up there and everything yeah. like that. Just to be closer to me, it makes it a whole lot easier on me. Yeah, yeah it's tough living down here in yeah, South Florida. But, but no, it's, it's definitely, like I said, it's been a learning. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's just being without my family. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you. I'm with you. Don't say but, it, Renzo. I thought Renzo was going to say something about that. Yeah, I was going to get my, you know, my, 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 I, remember I, asked, I remember I asked my dad, I got, I got my signing bonus. I said, he said, what are you going to do with that money? I said, well, dad, I think I'm going to buy a mobile home. He goes, well, mobile home, why are you going to do that? So when they cut me, I can just drive somewhere and park it somewhere else. He, you know what he looked at me? He says, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> you have a lot of faith in me. So, <laughs> Hey, um, team-wise, new coaching staff, um, everyone's talking about, you know, how much, what's this team going to do? You know, they're talking about 2020. You guys have a, two, a football season to play in 2019. Yes, and, and how do you as a group, you know, keep that keep that at bay. Don't don't listen to that stuff, and just go out and look at every game like you've done every game you've ever played in your life. Is mm-hmm. we're gonna go out and win this football exactly. game. I don't, I don't care what anybody else is saying, thinking, or, or, or writing about us. Exactly. I think just uh, just getting better every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, no, if 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 you know you're gonna be doing whatever, tanking, terrible term, but yeah, it is. If, it if is. You, it's if, ridiculous. If you think that you're gonna be tanking, you're not gonna be getting better every day. Yeah. So I think we're just going to go out there uh, every single day, get better, focus on uh, the small details, learning the playbook, because that's yeah. where we're all right, right now. Yeah. Uh, we're all just learning the playbook, just trying to get the details down, play fast, and, and just getting better every day, because yeah. if you're not doing that, you're going to get worse. So. so you're saying Coach Flores in his talk wasn't talking about tanking any No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> he got very when he, he got very uh, passionate. Yes. Yeah, that's great. When that was brought awesome. up. That's you know, awesome. it's, it's pretty cool, though, when you have a new staff and you go back to just basic fundamentals and you go back to things that, you know, yeah. little things that maybe some of the veteran guys and even guys that are in their second year like you, you know, you take for granted yeah. and you go back and how much they harp on it because – when you lose a game and you go back and you go, why did I lose that game? Mm-hmm. What was it? You know, was it turnovers? Was it mistakes? But was it penalties? Mm-hmm. Was it all the little things? Was it uh, alignment? All that stuff. I'm sure that this staff yeah. right now, and that's paramount for those guys. The little things are the big things. Yep. Is that, am I close? Yeah, no, you're, you're right on because we were installing and then out of nowhere, the coaches just say, you know, we're going to slow down and just stick to the basics and the mm-hmm. fundamentals. We're going to stick to the first five installs and that's six. I think we are supposed to put in like 13. Yeah, yeah. But we just stopped at five. And like we just stuck with that. And like you said, we just learned the fundamentals and the basics. I remember them talking about stuff that I learned my freshman year at Bama. You're so right. Like when yeah. you hear that type of stuff, they're like, yeah. like, man, we are back to the basics. And that stuff that like you kind of like throw it back in your mind. Yeah. But now that, that we're starting over, you got to bring it back up mm-hmm. and be like, all right, we got to do this, we got to do that. And whether it be the smallest little thing, like just bending your knees, bending at mm-hmm. your ankles, stuff yeah. like that, that do cost you games. Even if you don't think about it, you know. So well, that's one thing. When when we had Brian in and we talked to him, and and, and he talked about which I I believe a hundred percent in. He he talked about how how tough he's going to be on the details, the small details. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got an outside technique, play outside technique. Yeah. You know, don't line up head up mm-hmm. and let the guy beat you outside. Now you lost your technique. Mm-hmm. Play your outside technique. If you're 
two gapping a guy in your defense. I'm in two gapping. Don't you know? Don't try to don't try to be a hero. Just do your job. And, and is that is that kind of what you're feeling out of this group as you go through this already? Oh yeah, I think just with with any great team, that's that's what wins them games. Yeah. That's what separates them is the fact that they pay attention to those little things and. Like you said, it's supposed to go right, go right. Yeah. It's supposed to go left, go left. It's supposed yeah. to backpedal, backpedal. It's supposed to bend, just bend. You yeah. know, it's, it's that simple, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, people make it harder than what it's supposed to be. All right, appreciate you stopping by, man. Looking yeah, forward thanks, to a big year for you. And, and, you know, congratulations on a on a great rookie year. And I, I know every Dolphin fan out there is really expecting big things out of you, but no, no more than you're expecting of yourself. And I think so. that's what I think that's what's make, makes everybody so excited about you being part of this, this football team and part of this franchise moving forward. I think you're going to be one of those guys that's going to be on this team that's a, a perpetual uh, playoff team and, and gets us back to where you're talking Super Bowls and all those types of things. So yes, it's great having you here and great seeing you back on the, yes, on the field. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, my man. Thanks, right. Minka. Appreciate Minka it, buddy. Thank you. There's about 22 more of those guys in the field. Uh, I think we'll be, we'll be okay. Right. I think we'd be okay. We'll take 21. I still yeah. want Minka out yeah. on the field, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, 23 guys. That's all right. <laughs> no, you're yeah. right, though, Bo. He's, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, you can put him in any situation, yeah. and he's only going in, into his second year as a pro, but you don't you don't have any fear as a coach. Yeah. You don't have any fear as a, as a fan because you feel like that's one of your guys. Yeah. You know, like you said, give me 22. Give me 21 more of those guys because – they do it the right way, yeah. and even if even if he gets beat on a play, you know, he, just like we talked well, it, about it in the preseason, eat, him, he remembered yeah. that play yeah, yeah. from a year ago because yeah. I knew he would. And I, it was I a just meaningless preseason. Yeah. I know he would too. Uh, yeah. I know. You know what? I you know the good the good the players that want to be great remember all those little right. things. And you know what? They don't remember. They, yeah, the you, interception. You, probably ask him, you could probably ask him about a couple big plays that he made, and you go, well, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I remember, remember that. But you say, yeah, I remember this play. You did. Yeah, I remember that. The ones that you screwed up, the ones that you feel embarrassed about, mm-hmm. those are the plays you remember, and those are the plays you don't let happen again. Exactly. And, and, and we saw it firsthand with, with him. In that, you know, I like them sitting yeah, and I'm sitting. And I, I knew he was going to know. We exactly looked. Where, we looked at each other yeah. and go, "Man, I feel good because yeah. even though the ball went over his head, that is not going to yeah. happen again." Yeah, no, no, and it's uh, it's it's awesome. So, yeah, good good to good to have him on the team. And and look, I, I you know, not not being it's 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 funny because you you speculate, you speculate. We're not in those meeting room. We're we're not in that meeting room with Brian, Brian Flores right. talk, standing in front of them. What he's saying and and what he the message he's delivering to these guys. But I, I've talk to enough guys that have spoken to him that I, I just feel like he's delivering the message that 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 you know don't don't listen to anybody out there. Let's it's it's gonna be the fifty through whichever final fifty three right. we got is gonna be us and, and and forget about those guys, us against the world and and, and I think we're gonna surprise some people. I sure yeah. hope so. You know, I hope that this team goes about their business. They they get through the draft process and get as much out of it as they possibly yeah. can yeah. to strengthen this roster that you go into the you go into training camp you you get out of OTAs you go out of mandatory mini camp you're getting ready for training camp getting ready for the preseason yeah. that you feel like you've got a roster where that it's solid at certain positions yeah. that you weren't two months ago yes. three months ago yeah you know that those those weaknesses become at least strengthened by the by the draft yep. and that you feel like you can compete on a weekly basis yep. because that's what it takes. And John, I, I think they really need to come out with um they need to come out with I would say I would say four starters in this draft 
that are that are impact players starters for you. Yeah, and and maybe not. Look, may, maybe they're like maybe like they're they're maybe like Devon Gotcha. Hey, forty plays. Maybe like Gotcha or or, or, or Vincent give, give Taylor. Me, give me forty that, plays that, you know, at that position. But but that you you see maybe they're not to the level they're going to be. But you can see, oh, you know, I I keep going back to 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 Darnold to Sam Darnold. It didn't really look really good, you know. It made a lot of mistakes, did. But boy, I watched him twice. And I go, that kid's going to be good. Right. That kid is going to be. Well, he's and, got. And, a and ch- it's the same thing with X. X was the same. You saw X had you know kind of struggled through his rookie year, but you're going to look. I see enough of this guy that I know he's going to be a good player. It's just a matter of when is he going to be that player. And and, and look what he's and turned out. And look at our be. fifth rounders and God Challenge yep. Taylor. Yep. Okay. Those guys, they were bargains. And those guys, those guys within the first week, you go, hey, those guys can play. They're big. They they're can fast. Play. Yep. They're tough. Yep. Uh, they're going to throw a fit on yep. the inside. Yep. You're not going to get. You know, you're not going to out muscle yep. them. And, and you feel better that you can build around players yeah. like that. And that's what this draft has to do on yeah. the defensive front. Yeah, it, it does. It, it, and it's got to come up with some guys that are that are out there putting the time in on the field. <clears throat> and you're going to get your special teams out of there, but they get they need to get some core, core starters out, out of that group some way, somehow. And I don't care if it's a seventh-round guy that jumped up and said, well, I didn't know that guy was so good. Exactly. Or, or your first-round pick, whoever it is. But you've got to come away with four guys that can line up <clears throat> that you know are going to be starters in your football team for the next four or five years until, depending on what happens when their when their rookie contract ends. Yeah, and the Miami Dolphins right now are putting themselves in a position that they're going to be cash strong instead of cash yep. weak. They're going to have picks that they're going to be able to to utilize. You know, all that resources of going out and and, yep. and finding guys that are going to strengthen this roster, and it all happens next week, which is kind of exciting. It's an exciting time, and yeah. I know you're going to be there. Yeah. Uh, you know, in Nashville, so you know, can't wait for for that draft process yeah. to happen and see who actually is on this roster. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's the last time I was at the draft, I've been to the draft twice. I was there for Ronnie Brown, and I was there for Jake Long's pick. Mm-hmm. And, and look, I, I, it, you know, the the buzz, the buzz around the draft, the building for draft day is is like no other no other buzz. And then. Ten picks in, it's like the it's like the air is let out of the balloon. <laughs> it's, it's like the you know like it's like you like you like you waited to pay all this money. You want to go see a, a great play or a great movie or a great show, whatever it is. And then you sit there after finishing, and you go, "This is freaking boring." You I'm, know? Done. I'm done. I'm done. Tap, I'm here. tapping out. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing good about the one year I was watching was Aaron Rodgers' year. Sitting there watching the agony. After. Oh, the agony! You talk about the agony that his family. Then the family section, they were the only ones left sitting up there. And every time they'd pull it, and someone come to the podium, they'd all kind of straighten up a little. Hey, it's going to happen. Well, you know, the funny yeah. part about that was you went through teams that, that you said to yourself, and, and actually the analysts, yeah. whoever was doing the shows, you, you said or, or you heard, oh, this is the team. Yeah. This has got to yeah. be the team for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. right? This has got to be the team for but, XYZ. But that was one of those years that the first year – the four, I think it was the 49ers that they took Alex Smith. Right. It was either going to be Alex Smith or it was going to be Aaron Rodgers. But there was a feeling whoever wasn't going to be the first pick was going to go down. You know, but I didn't think they Maybe expected. Maybe not in the They're 20s. They're talking about 10, 11, yeah. but not down to, to 25, 26, wherever he, wherever he ended up being picked. And, uh, and, then, and then look what happens with him, you know. You, just, you never can tell. No. So. And, and uh, it's, it's going to happen again. Probably this year to somebody, maybe yeah. not as drastic. Yeah. But uh, when you take a look at the quarterbacks that are on yeah. the board, you know, you figure that Haskins is might be that guy. Yeah. Well, you, but know, you know, funny because you, you don't know. know. So, so it's, it's you know, he, Haskins is an interesting guy because 
you know, he he to me he was the number one guy there for a long time. Yes. And then when once once Kyler they, Murray. once they measured Kyler Murray, he he dropped down <laughs> he and also ran. His name kind of went down. You know, you're in the back of the pile with all the rest of those guys. But but over the last couple of weeks, boy, he he's really taken. I mean, you know, and and, and again, you you got to understand draft. You know, there's a lot of misinformation going out. People are throwing stuff out that maybe throw some out that hey, maybe that guy falls to us. There's, there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on that, that 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 impacts the draft that's just done verbally or or in writing, going back and forth through the newspapers and, and the internet or, or wherever. And 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 a lot of it's kind of out there for a reason. And it'll be interesting to see if the Arizona Cardinals do something yeah. either day before the draft, two days before the draft, or day of the draft with Josh Rosen, who they yes. went up to get yep. uh, last year. So yeah. I, I think there's a lot of quarterback uh, quarterback moves that are going to be in play well, yeah. cl- real close, you know, maybe 48 hours, 28, yep. 24 hours before the draft starts. So, so I, that, that's going to be, to me, is going because – you know, to to draft a court to draft a quarterback that high and then do it again. And look, I, I've I've said this and I've been on record as saying I think the Dolphins should should take one of those quarterbacks with their first pick, whoever you think it is. If if you th- unless you just think they're they're they're, they're no shot. Mm-hmm. But if you think there's one, take them. And if it doesn't work, then damn it, do it again next year. Well, you know? they're going to be in position this but year. But that's what Arizona's to, done. To, to and, maybe and, and do here something. I'm thinking, going, look at those guys. They just drafted one for you know shoes on the other foot. Look, they just drafted quarterback last year. You know, I, I'd feel better with this crop if you don't get the guy you want. If yeah. you don't, if you've got it narrowed down to this is the guy yeah. we would th- we would, th- would change the franchise. Yeah. If you don't get him, take him in a later round yeah. and take somebody that somebody, you that yes. you'll have on the board because you're going to need him over the next couple well, of years. Well, I, I agree with you. You said earlier that it's some way somehow this team's going to end up with two quarterbacks on their roster after the draft right. and free agency. I think after so. the draft they're going to have because they look they got to have some numbers in camp anyway and and, and to do that. But I, I agree with that. But that that's again it's to me it's 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 a paramount position for. Not not only the Dolphins, but any any team in the league, and and, and even to the point now where I've, I've you know I've kind of jumped off you know the old thing. Oh well, you'll find one of this that and no. If there's a guy out there you think just do whatever do whatever it takes to get him. I, I mean, look if Kyler Murray's your guy and you think he's gonna be the first pick, you'll give up give up half your draft. Go get the guy because if you don't have that guy. You're spinning your wheels with with all these makes other guys. It under, it, it, makes it no harder. Makes it harder to win on a consistent no basis. No doubt. So I think we'll have one more show, John, before draft day next Thursday. Um, a show will drop on Thursday, uh, but I'm looking forward to going up and seeing the draft. And it's going to be interesting. Really going to be interesting to see what the Dolphins do under Chris Greer uh, with Brian Flores and this this whole new regime. Just kind of see. I think we'll start to see the personality, not only of what this football team may be, may be. But the personality of Chris Greer as the general manager, where he's on his own, doesn't have anyone to, you know, he's the ultimate decision maker on this thing. And the influence that Brian Flores has when it comes to um, trying to put together the types of players that are going to fit into his schemes on both sides of the football. Yeah, I think Chris Greer, you know, been around him for a number of years now. It's going to be very simplistic. You know, he's a very easygoing guy with that makes decisions quite easily, I, yeah. I believe. And yeah. I think that his board's gonna be you're gonna hold true to whatever those meetings were with the coaching staff, yeah. with the scouts, uh w- with all the brass and, yeah. and with the owner, Stephen Ross. Yeah. I, I just think that it's gonna be very simplistic. They're gonna have an probably battle down to or whittle it down to three or four guys. Yeah. They're gonna be there at thirteen if yeah. if it stands pat. 
if, yeah. if the Dolphins stay where they are. And it's going to be very easy to decipher who they want, when they want them, and their plan going after that pick. Yeah. It will be the same way in the second round, whether they move and go down to get more picks this year. You know, that's probably yeah. an option. But um, I, I think with Chris in charge, it's going to be very simplistic. Yeah, yeah. So the Dolphins will continue <clears throat> continue their offseason conditioning program going on. I think there'll be a rookie mini camp soon after the draft, yes. and then and then the OTAs start rolling out. So you're going to be you're going to be seeing a lot of these guys on the on the news and the newspapers and all these things. I know players were talking uh, Monday after practice and, and Tuesday. So uh, all, all that stuff's coming around. And again, it kind of goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Football season's right around the corner. I know corner, it's man. fun. It's uh, it's good. So, and before I go, John, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go off course again one time and and just uh, congratulate Tiger Woods on on what a remarkable, remarkable for. And, and you know what? Congratulate golf. Yeah, that I, was I mean, the big winner. You know, Tiger Tiger was a, a huge winner in that, but the big winner in all of that was everybody that loves golf and the game of golf itself. I have never seen a crowd chant yeah. chant uh, you know yeah. a name like Tiger a- after yeah. he's coming off the green. And thank goodness, Bo, you you got to you got to thank Tiger for being so athletic that yep. that Marshall didn't get him yeah, right, on, yeah. on the seventeenth yeah. hole. I think that you the know day before, the day yeah. before, yeah. because that was the one one of the craziest scenes I have yeah. ever seen before in my life, especially at the Masters yeah. where you have so much security and you've got one of those guys right, yeah. just beelining for a player of his magnitude, yeah. but. What a win, what a great tournament, and what an experienced win yeah. by Tiger because in doing so and getting his fifth jacket, he only had to go shoot 70 yeah. where you thought he was going to have to yeah. shoot 60-something to win that day. Yeah, but you know what? He won that as much on experience as he did in he talent. He did. He did. Knowing where to hit. The, and 12 was, a, 12 was a great example. Put the ball. He did the old Nicholas. I'm just going to hit it right over that. Well, I don't care where the pin is. I'm hitting it right middle over that middle Middle of the green marker. on 15, yeah. and then on 16, yeah. let the slope do the yeah. work. And it was uh, – it was a, a, a nice victory, a, a great and, victory for golf. And, and along with this, just think of the week that, that they had at Augusta National. The women's amateur the week right. before, the, 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 the chip putting the drive, kids the kids, there, steal, right? kids are out there, and, and then the, the masters like that. What a, week, what a week and a contribution to golf that, that Augusta National had that last week. They, it was, it they was know amazing. how to do it right. Yeah, and, and they did everything right. John, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you again uh, next week, and uh, we'll get out there. And then after that, draft choices are here, and we'll be another step closer. That's and, right. Can't wait. You know, I'm, I'm starting to get jacked up a little bit. You know, before I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Now I'm, now I'm jacked it's closer. up and ready to go, man. Can't wait for it, Bo. Hey, thanks for you guys for joining in. We'll catch you next week. Until then, be safe and uh, have a good one.